Hey everyone, welcome back to the Everyday Mental Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. On today's episode, I am chatting with Darren. Darren and I talk about his history with social anxiety, how he overcame it using the Thrive Program, how he trained to be a Thrive Program coach, and he also lists some suggestions for listeners out there on how to better their overall mental wellness. It's a great episode, and I hope you enjoy. So welcome to the podcast, Darren. We're super excited to have you here. Hi Amanda. Yeah, thank you for having me. Really excited to be here. Thank you for the uh, the opportunity. Thank you. And so, can you tell the listeners out there a little bit about your background? Absolutely. Yeah. So my um, my education, my background, actually isn't in um, psychology or well-being of any description. Um, my background is in business management and project management. Um, I've worked for a very large UK-based automotive manufacturing company for many years uh, in the division responsible for autonomous self-driving cars. That's super cool. So did you go to school for engineering? Uh, I went to school for business management. So my, my background, my education is in business management. Um, I never planned to work in automotive, but it just kind of um, things just materialized that way. Um, but I'm quite fortunate that even in an engineering department there's the need for project management <laughs> um, so my, my contribution to the to the project is the project management aspect as opposed to the uh, engineering side oh very cool that's awesome yeah I've I've run my own uh, marketing company for a while so I am definitely familiar with the the business side of things but not so much in the self-driving cars but obviously i've read the the ongoing uh studies and research right now that uh the technology seems to be evolving pretty quickly so um that's really cool you're able to work on that yeah it's a it's a new world i think for everybody i think um the the future of automotive is um self-driving cars and autonomous vehicles so even for us it's it's a new world every day is a is a new kind of challenge and um, it, it's a very exciting sector to be uh, working in and involved in. Um, so yeah, it's really it's really cool, but it's uh, it's very challenging. And um, as you can imagine, there's a lot of responsibility and a lot of pressure that comes with it. So, um, but yeah, it's it's a really exciting job. I'm I'm uh, I'm very fortunate to be involved in it. Very cool. That's great. Yeah, I love speaking to people who have different backgrounds on this podcast because we tend to talk to a lot of therapists and and people within kind of the mental health industry. So I love that you kind of have that dual uh, perspective with the business background, Um, which brings me to the next question. Um, So this is, you know, a mental wellness based podcast. So can you tell me a little bit about your mental health story? Yeah, sure. So um, my journey into mental health and well-being started back in about 2015 um, when I was about 31, 32 years old. Um, and I just actually had my first baby boy, first of, of two now, actually. Um, I decided at that point I needed to stop running away from what I thought back then were just my insecurities and, and confront them um, if I was going to be the best possible father that I could be to my, my newly born son. So for 15 years prior to that, um, I'd been dealing with uh, pretty severe social anxiety. Uh, I didn't realize at the time that it was social anxiety. Um, I I just thought that I was somewhat strange (laughs) or or a bit weird um, because uh, 
you know, it, I couldn't understand why I was feeling the way I was feeling when I was in social um, situations. But this thing that I had was affecting both my personal and professional life. Um, I was always happy and a uh, positive person. Um, but I had what I realized now was some pretty serious self-esteem related issues that left me feeling uh, overwhelmed with social anxiety in most social situations. So from the age of about 18 to about 30, um, I avoided pretty much everything um, that I could, um, that, that would involve me being around people outside of my, what I would call my comfort zones. So my comfort zones were basically made up of my partner at the time, um, my immediate family and people that I was at work with. Uh, other than that, I would do whatever I could to not be around people outside of those immediate circles, which looking back now was a real shame because I expect I missed out on quite a lot of fun stuff as a result of my phobia or my, my, poor, my poor mental health. So wanting to be a good role model, I decided enough was enough and I was going to seek help for whatever this thing was that I was dealing with. And after about 12 months of searching online and reading possibly hundreds of different self-help books to no avail, um, I eventually stumbled across the Thrive Programme training manual. Uh, at first, I was a bit skeptical about all of the amazing reviews that I found online, which made me a bit suspicious at first. Uh, but once the book arrived, I, I read the first chapter and I quickly realized this book was revolutionary. Um, after completing chapter one, I made more progress in overcoming my social anxiety than I had done in the 12 months prior reading countless amounts of other um, books and, and doing research online. After that, I realized the Thrive Programme was an absolute game changer in the world of mental health. Uh, I realized that the Thrive Programme was really the only book that people could ever need in understanding um, why they think the way they think and more importantly if you're struggling mentally um, what you need to do to overcome uh, these issues completely. So I was surprised that the Thrive Programme wasn't uh, more well known um, and I knew that I had to do something to get the Thrive Programme out to the wider world as much as possible uh, especially to young people. Um, I realized that if young people were aware of the Thrive Programme from an early age they would be able to completely avoid developing poor mental health. Um, so there would be a real opportunity for young people to not have to go through the same thing that I went through. Um, in the end, as they say, the prevention is easier um, than the cure. So I made a decision at that point and I invested uh, my time over the next few years into training to become a licensed Thrive Programme coach, which I am now. Between having a growing family and holding down a somewhat demanding day job, it took me a few years, but I finally got my Thrive Programme uh, licensed to coach in 2018. Uh, and I've been taking individuals through the Thrive Programme ever since. Um, honestly, it's the most rewarding line of work you could possibly imagine being in. I'm basically coaching people how to be happy and confident again. And it's the most satisfying thing you could ever wish to do. So I love that you dive into your story around social anxiety and also the importance of prevention. And I think that's something that 
globally when it comes to mental health we tend to have this really reactionary perspective with mental health whereas if we have more preventative measures like teaching children in grade school middle school high school how to navigate their mental health and coping mechanisms i think that would really help kids in the long term um, and you know i think about it for myself i struggled with anxiety in my adolescence and early 20s and a lot of that was because I didn't have coping mechanisms. You know, there was, there's so much going on in life. Your brain's still developing. You're going to college. You're navigating relationships. So I love that you bring out this perspective of this prevention, so this proactive approach. So, um, yeah, I mean, a big, a big part of the Thrive Program mission in the end is to try to bring this, um, the concept of mental well-being into young people because the the prevention of course is always easier than the cure and something that we try to make people understand is that actually your mental health isn't fixed it's not Mm -hmm. something that that's part of you it's not something that you're born with or it's passed down to you genetically from your parents it's a continuum so it can be changed and i think it's really important to mention that you know as as children we're taught how to act we're taught how to dress we're taught how to speak we're taught how to conduct ourselves in public and around other people but nobody ever taught us how to think nobody's ever explained to us the power of 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 your thoughts and how you can actually control your thoughts we just tend to think of ourselves as we're just of kind of we're along for the ride with our mental health and we're sometimes just a victim of poor mental health and there's nothing that we can do about it i'm i'm really glad to say that that isn't true we can actually change our mental health we can vastly improve our mental health and um it's something that we can work on same as our physical health we can work on it every day make it stronger make it better and this is the message that we need to get into um the younger generations so that they can avoid the same mental health problems that you could say our generation have had to deal with. Absolutely. I 100% agree, especially with anxiety and low-level depression. I'm not really talking about clinical depression because that's, I think that's on a, uh, the end of the spectrum. But I think a lot of this stuff, you know, the anxiety and the phobias, a lot of it is learned too. Um, and a lot of it is this manifestation of not knowing how to cope with things. Um, going through stressful situations and again it's it's like your physical health if you're not consistently working on it and strengthening it it's only going to dissipate over time so i love that kind of analogy of you know working on it continually to build it up and to make it stronger yeah no absolutely i mean as a coach I use the analogy of the physical health and the comparison between mental health a lot because surprisingly for a lot of people they're very similar so in the same way you can let your physical health deteriorate the same is applicable to your mental health but then in the same way that you can improve your physical health by doing the right things and eating the right food and getting the right exercise the same is applicable to your mental health it's a bit different in respects of how you do it because it's more around managing your thinking um, but it's totally possible to improve mental health Right, absolutely. And, 
you know, there's so many different coaching programs out there and, and you learn about different life coaches. And unfortunately, a lot of the coaches out there, they're not even regulated. They don't even really go to coaching programs. Um, so when you reached out to me, I and specified that you went through the Thrive program. I was really excited to learn more about it. So I'd love to hear your thoughts, um, specifically what is the Thrive program and the different approach that it takes to mental wellness. Yep, absolutely. So the, um, the Thrive program then, it, it's a step-by-step -step training program um, that will teach you how to overcome any and all mental health issues and learn how to thrive in every aspect of your life within six to eight weeks. Essentially, we help people understand the root cause of their problems, which I think is, is what sets us apart from most uh, mental health interventions, is that we really help people understand what the root cause is. Um, people often wonder, you know, why do I have these thoughts? Where do they come from? Why can't I stop them? And um, we break down the answers to those questions very easily uh, by helping people understand their beliefs and, and more importantly their limiting beliefs uh, and a big part of the Thrive program is helping people create good strong psychological foundations uh, typically once people realize that they are completely in control of their thoughts feelings and emotions they will start to implement the necessary changes to get better uh, add in the techniques for how to improve self-esteem uh, and they're well on their way to, to thriving the program is accessible um, to everybody uh, there are several options on how you can work through the program. Uh, you can do the program at home by yourself with the Thrive Program Training Manual. Uh, you can do sessions with a licensed coach like myself, either face-to-face -face or more so in 2020 via Skype and, and, mm -hmm. and Zoom. <laughs> um, and we also hold uh, workshops and boot camps um, throughout a typical year uh, that people are welcome to join uh, but typically from start to finish it takes about six to eight weeks to to um, grasp the concept of the program um, but then of course you the, the expectation is that you keep applying the techniques and the insights and the methods forever you, you know you take that knowledge with you and you keep going um, even for people like myself a, a licensed coach I do thrive um, techniques every day you, you know it's not that you get to a point in time where you can consider yourself as thriving it's something that you do it's not something that you are so once you learn the techniques and the skills that are necessary you apply them every day for the rest of your life so it's a way of living really as opposed to um some kind of uh intervention or some some kind of coping mechanism right which is so important because i think you know when people get to such a detrimental point with their mental health, they first have to just learn, you know, how to deal with it and cope with it. But again, this approach is really getting to the root cause and it's a lifestyle change, right? It's recognizing when you're having those thoughts, changing those thoughts and doing the work on a consistent basis, which I think sometimes, yeah, absolutely. yeah and I think sometimes the, the differentiation with it, uh, with therapy versus coaching is coaching really instills that this is something you have to work on on a regular basis because therapy can go on for years and years and years. And there's, I mean, you know, I'm an advocate for therapy and 
but I'm also an advocate for coaching. Um, I, I think an integration of both or, you know, if therapy is not working for someone, maybe a coaching program may be more accessible too, because it, it's kind of this given window of like six to eight weeks we have to work on your mental health and it's really giving in that that factor of this is going to be a lifestyle change where in therapy sometimes you're just like working on coping mechanisms or unpacking stuff from the past which is all necessary for healing um, but i think sometimes therapy can go on and on and on um, so i love that this kind of yeah. takes that approach and there's there's goals in mind right like and i think a lot of times when people go to therapy they're not aware of the fact that you know you should be setting goals you should be getting to your ideal spot with your mental wellness so i just yeah i love that that's that's an integration of, of the program yeah I, I think an important part of it is that um because people don't realize that they can actually um control their mental health that, that they are capable of of improving their mental health once they've been confirmed as having some kind of mental health condition they need some external help now whether that be a, a therapist that they see um frequently or whether that be medication or whether that be some other coping mechanism they feel like they need something outside of them to give them some sort of comfort and, and to somehow make them feel better so typically when people see a therapist they feel better temporarily for that time when they've seen the therapist or just shortly after but mm -hmm. then it's important that they keep going back um because otherwise they'll start to slip off the side of the road you know and and then um, start slipping back into into um, a negative way of thinking. At the Thrive Program, we, we don't want that. We don't want people to keep having to come and see us for the rest of their lives. What's much better is to give people the insights and the skills that they need so that after six to eight weeks, they can go off without us and implement the skills that they've learned and keep making their mental health better. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, you know, kind of as I alluded earlier, there's a lot of programs out there that are, you know, they're not regulated, there's not a lot of research behind them. Um, and I personally am resistant to talking to um, some people from coaching programs, just because I have a research background, I'm working on my grad degree. So I'm very much seated in making sure that things are things are, are rooted. Um, and so the Thrive program is evidence-based. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so the, the Thrive program was developed and continues to be updated based upon the latest research studies into mental health, resilience, and well-being. Every component of the Thrive program is tested and researched thoroughly. Uh, we spend a significant amount of time running research, research surveys, studying research papers. Um, and as of today, there are up to 140 research papers and books that have been referenced in the Thrive Programme training manual. Um, so nothing is based on opinion. There is no spiritual or pseudoscience-based psychology in the Thrive Programme. Every element of the Thrive Programme is backed up with real research and supporting evidence. Um, a good example of how research is embedded in the Thrive Programme is a wealth of studies over the last few decades that have demonstrated that building and maintaining a strong sense of control has a significant positive impact upon people's health, self-confidence and well-being. Uh, basically, sense of control uh, refers to how in control 
people believe they are when it comes to their emotions and how much influence they have on the trajectory of their lives. Um, if you don't have much control or if you don't have much um, sense of control, it is likely that you will defer to coping mechanisms or significant others to help you get through life. You probably feel like life happens to you. You will worry that life is somewhat unpredictable or scary. Uh, you will worry that you are in danger or at risk of things going wrong. And if they do, you wouldn't know how to cope if, if they did. Um, so psychoeducation around your sense of control is key within the Five program. The Thrive program contains techniques and structure, structured exercises uh, to help you build your sense of control and become more internal. Uh, engaging in evidence-based practice is also about working with and listening to those people that have gone through the Thrive program. Uh, thousands of people have already undertaken the Thrive program and many provide really useful feedback. Um, so as well as the research studies, we have collected much anecdotal and qualitative evidence into the effectiveness of the program. Uh, this helps us continually uh, develop the program, ensuring that it is accessible uh, and completely up to date. Yeah, and that, that's so important. It, it's, you know, the, this program that's backed by evidence and, and research and people can actually see the impact that this has had on, on other individuals, which is so important. Um, and then when it actually comes to coaching, uh, do you typically work with people with anxiety, depression? Is it kind of a whole gamut of people? Yeah, so all, all aspects of poor mental health. Um, so from anxiety to depression to addiction and eating disorders and uh, emetophobia, as mentioned before, fear of being sick. Um, but even the more not so noticeable conditions like lack of motivation, worrying, brooding, or just negative self-talk, um, the Thrive program is suitable for everyone, not just people that consider themselves to have an obvious problem. The Thrive Programme isn't specific to any particular mental health condition. The objective of the Thrive Programme is to get you to thrive. Once you recognise you are completely in control of your mental well-being, you will put maximum effort into not only overcoming your current condition, but becoming the very best person or very best version um, of yourself that you can be. Um, our passion, our mission is to democratise well-being. Uh, mental health isn't as unpredictable as people think. If mental health problems are so complex and so complicated, then why are there, um, as of today, up to 8 million people in the US that suffer with emetophobia? Mm -hmm. If it was so intrinsically difficult to understand, then why is it so common? In my years of working in engineering in the automotive industry, the hardest part about trying to resolve any issue is establishing the root cause. Once you have the root cause, the fix is generally then the easy bit. So, I can't reiterate this point enough. The Thrive Programme is totally different to anything else that's out there. The Thrive Programme should be in every household, school and business around the world. Mental health isn't a fixed component of who you are. Mental health is a continuum. People can begin their journey from struggling and suffering with a particular condition to then improving up to being more resilient all the way through to thriving and living their best possible life. The Thrive Programme teaches people life skills that anybody and everyone should have access to. Again, that integration into society, I think, will just continue to normalize our approach to mental health. And again, the analogy of physical health, it will just become another thing that 
you know, it, the importance of working for physical health will be related to mental health and we're all related, right? Like the physical and the mental, it, it's all related. So I think once we kind of start getting to that point, which I think, you know, we are, I think the the stigma is starting to be eradicated, but I think the more we talk about it and the more it's integrated into homes and schools and businesses, the more people will actually start to work on their mental health. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think the sooner we stop um, stigmatizing people with mental health conditions as being somewhat uh, defected mm-hmm. or, or having some type of permanent condition that's not correctable, the sooner we do that, the quicker we can start working on, right, how do we introduce this into schools? How do we, how do we teach children that taking care of your mental health is equally as important as taking care of your physical health? People who go to the gym, people that go for a run, they'll tell you instantly that they're doing training to improve their physical health. You know, if somebody was to turn around and say, I've spent today working on my mental health, they'd probably get a funny look. You know, it's not something that we talk about openly in society, but we definitely should. Mental health and physical health go hand in hand. One without the other um, just isn't good enough. And um, we need to encourage children specifically that taking care actively of your mental health is a good thing to do. Absolutely, definitely. And, and like you said, as we continue that conversation, it will just eradicate that stigma and it will just become part of everyday life. Just like going to exercise and eating healthy, it will also be you know, saying affirmations or whatever you may do for your mental health. So I'm sure the listeners are out there you know, curious about what a coaching session looks like, especially if they haven't had a coaching session before. So can you dive into a little bit about what it looks like working with you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, as I mentioned before, the Thrive program is not therapy. It's a training course. Um, So my relationship with my clients is very much like the relationship that you would have with a personal trainer. Um, In therapy, therapists tend to do stuff to clients in order that they might elicit changes in you or release some sort of block from inside of you or release some trauma that you might have experienced from your past and that is somehow still affecting you today. The Thrive program couldn't be more different. You will be taught everything you need to know in order to completely let go of the past. Events from the past have no impact on how you think and feel today. You will be taught how to supercharge your self-esteem and self-confidence, overcome any social anxiety or fear, and optimize your thinking skills, emotions, and beliefs. These are the steps that you take in order to feel powerful and take control of your life. So my job is to guide you through the program and demonstrate how to apply all the techniques and insights. In addition to coaching sessions, clients are required to put in time and effort each day in order to put their learning into practice and make their new skills autonomous until ultimately they're thriving. But most importantly, my role is to remind you that the answer to getting over your mental health problems lies with you. I cannot resolve your mental health issues for you. The book will help you understand where your issues originate from and define very clearly what you need to do to completely get over them. Uh, but the results completely depend upon how much effort you are prepared to put in. A personal trainer, again, with the analogy, can only advise you on how to build muscle and lose weight. They cannot lose the weight for you. 
how effective the program is depends completely on how much effort the client is prepared to put in themselves. Additionally, learned helplessness plays a big part in preventing people achieve their goals. Uh, my job is to help my clients understand learned helplessness and where it comes from, and then help them realize that it's nothing more than an unhelpful thinking style or limiting belief. Uh, and that actually anything is achievable once you believe uh, that it's possible. People will apply maximum effort once they realize that their goals are achievable. My job ultimately is to keep you on the right course, keep you motivated and help you get across the finish line. I so love that. It's such an important message. I think because again, when we think about therapy, sometimes it can almost be enabling. And I love that coaching has this kind of this mindset around, okay, here's, here's what you need to get better. But again, it's in your hands. And again, there's kind of this, like you said, this learned helplessness in society that, you know, oh, I'm struggling. I'm always going to be like this. And that negative self-talk is just continually going to add to the depreciating mental health condition that you're in, whether that is a condition or just, you know, having negative self-image or negative self-thoughts. So I just, it's so important that there is this structure. And I think sometimes that's what actually locks in therapy, um, which what I think a lot of people should pull from with coaching is that having this structure will definitely help propel you to the next level. But again, it's in your hands, right? Like it's not in your coach's hands. It's not in your partner's hands. It's in your own hands. Absolutely. I think that's the key bit. It's helping people realize that the answers to their problems are within them. They're mm -hmm. not anywhere else. They're, there's nobody that can fix you. There's no medication that can permanently resolve your problems. All of the answers to all of your problems are within you to resolve yourself. But the, the problem with the current um, mental health care model is that so-called professionals, and don't get me wrong, I know a lot of them are very good, mm -hmm. um, but the message that they reiterate is that unfortunately, because you've got a mental health problem now, you can't fix it. It's right. going to be with you permanently. And the best you can hope for is trying to find ways to help you cope. Now, for me, that's just not good enough. And, and it's just not true. We know it's not true because thousands of people now have been through the Thrive program. People ranging from having depression to, for 60 years, emetophobia for 50 years, people that have tried to commit suicide, people that you would assume are completely unsavable. They've gone through the program and they've completely got over their mental health problem and gone on to live a completely thriving life. So I can say that with absolute confidence. If you've got a condition at the, mo at the minute, it's fixable, it's repairable, but you have to put the effort in yourself to resolve it. Nobody can fix it for you, unfortunately. And as we're heading to the end of the podcast, I just wanted to check in to... Um, ask you like what is one tip uh you can suggest to someone listening today um to to help with their mental wellness yeah sure um i've i've got a few so I, i've got um uh, an instagram a, a thrive with darren instagram account which i hope you don't mind a bit of a, a shameless shameless plug plug away <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah but uh so thrive with darren i've, I've got facebook and an instagram accounts but um what i try to use my account for is to give people little thrive program relevant hints and tips uh in an attempt to get people 
looking at mental health in a way that is different to the current conventional conventional model. Mm-hmm. Um, so some examples of, of kind of posts that I've got would be, you don't think the way you think because you are depressed. You are depressed because of the way you think. The thoughts in your head right now are the reason why you feel the way you feel right now. Your reaction to the situation is what causes you the issue, not the issue itself. Thriving isn't something that you are. Thriving is something that you do every day. And so by no means did I coin these phrases, not, not all of them anyway. And I don't think even the Thrive program can take um, responsibility of coining the phrases, but the phrases are very applicable to the Thrive program. Please look uh, at the hundreds of uh, video testimonials on the Thrive Program website, if you have any doubts, these are real people with very real issues that have completely overcome their mental health problems and learned how to thrive with the Thrive Program. I so appreciate you coming on and, and telling us about your story and, and your program. It, I think it's just, it's really important to hear other perspectives in, in the mental health community too. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a pleasure, Amanda. Thanks for having me on. And um, yeah, it's really great. The fact that we're in different countries as well. It's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it makes it seem somewhat cooler. Um, but no, I'm really grateful. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. And it's been really nice uh, speaking with you. That wraps up our episode with Darren. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, take care.